Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Monday edition, we are back from Las Vegas with a recap on the NFL draft. We're also going to find out the latest on the Debo Samuel Baker Mayfield sagas. We've got a problem in the NBA playoffs. We've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got the FSRIR and the BQ News. All of it is yours. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You bastard. <laughs> you bastard. I don't know what just happened oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was... I, I've been doing the show from home too much. Yeah. It, uh... I, I, I brought my I brought my pre-show routine into <laughs> the studio. Oh my god! It I'm is, mad, uh... bro. I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> I'll let you. I, I hope it doesn't smell too bad. I'm sorry. I, I crop dusted. I crop dusted. Like, That's my bad. Right as the opens going, Brady, and he and he just drops, had to rip it. drops a little a little yeah, yeah. a little gut grenade right in the studio my here. Bad, <laughs> like, is that uh, is that still remnants of Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I told I told him I got one of those uh, IVs to get yourself together, you know. That's why wow. I'm in studio it today. A, it was that aggressive. Hey, huh? listen, listen. Listen to this, guys. Listen. I can breathe. Yeah. You, see, you hear that? Yeah. Some of the things we take for granted, people. I can yeah. breathe through my nose today. But the IV drips solid, huh? Yes. Never had one. Man. Yeah. I'll take you. Well, I, I never had one either. And then uh, next thing you know, you're there, <laughs> you know, linked up. Brady, Brady's, Brady's dude, uh, Brandon Lloyd, was trying to put me onto it like years and years and years ago. I was like, dude, that sounds shady as hell. <laughs> You'll be doing that on your own. <laughs> I was forced to do it. My wife forced me to do it. And golly, I ain't going to lie to you. I feel like a new man today. And now how long after you get the IV do you start feeling better? Like while you're getting it. And you can taste it. It's the crazy thing. It tastes like... Uh, Flintstone vitamin. 
<laughs> that's the iron. I think that's what that is. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You um, can taste it, though. Tell you that. That's awesome. Well, listen, uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. It's Lamar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox with you here, FSR. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, we appreciate you making us part of your Monday morning Thank here you. on the iHeartRadio app and hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Uh, and the draft, uh, we were out there in Las Vegas. A tremendous uh, job put on by everybody involved. Bellagio, MGM Grand, uh, they were fantastic. Uh, so now here's the question, all right? Who's the a-hole, right? I got to know who the a-hole is because it feels like in this draft, a lot of people were exposed, all right? It feels like in this draft, we had a lot of so-called experts talking about uh, players are going to go here and this is what the first round is going to look like. And then all of a sudden we get through the first round. Then we get into the second round, just quarterback specifically. And I don't know of anybody of all the draft experts who had their mock drafts put up. I don't know of anybody that had the first quarterback going, falling to pick 20, and then not another one going in round two. And finally, uh, another one goes in round three. And it's not even Malik Willis, it's Desmond Ritter to the Falcons. I just got to know, was this, did people get exposed as maybe not knowing as much as they pretend to know when it comes to the NFL draft? Here's the hard part about piggybacking on that is there are like always so many smoke screens and there's so many times you hear organizations, you know, various people you'll talk to, they'll say one thing and then do another. It happens all the time. And this year was one of those years where every single person I talked to, whether it be a coach, uh, a front office executive, or a scout, they all kept saying this quarterback class is not very good. And, you know, one of the things someone said to me after the draft when I, like, kind of texted, we were texting back and forth about it was, well, look at the movement of quarterbacks this offseason, of veteran guys, whether it's Russell Wilson or the Browns and their move for Deshaun Watson or Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz, like, Look at what took place. Now, it's not a knock necessarily on any of those players. It was more of that teams were looking at what was coming in the draft and saying, that's not my solution. I'm not going to find a solution in the draft. And so you had heard people talk about it. We, we've, we've talked about it at length. Where I messed up or where I, I feel like, you know, I fell victim to what everyone else, what we've seen in the past is, You'll have bad draft classes where guys still get overdrafted. And so that was one where I, I feel like we were told it, people said it over and over and over again, and then it actually ended up happening, which is, to me, not the norm in the draft. Usually, you don't see the NFL collectively say, eh, those guys will be there. They'll be there in the third round. They're, they'll be there in the fifth round. Like, usually they do not make that sort of statement. I think in this year's draft, it's safe to say – the scouts actually had to work this year. <laughs> and and I think that it was a cool draft to watch if you're a true fan of the game because while some of the names seemingly are, are known names, a lot of them are obscure names that were in this draft. But there were a lot of quality football players that went in this draft. And, and that's what I liked the most about this year's draft was – you know, sometimes, and, and and take it for what it's worth, but sometimes you, you get a little, I guess, spoiled by having the big names, and, and especially when it's the big names with a quarterback or quarterbacks, plural, you, you get spoiled by, you know, the, the two-horse or the three-horse race between them and 
the the storylines dominated. This year was pretty balanced, and and there were a lot of question marks surrounding the quarterback's position. And I I just think that when you're looking at what these teams did in retrospect, I mean, man, to see what 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 the New York teams were able to get done, to see what Philadelphia, I mean, Jacoby Dean, uh, you know, I I I think when we we look at this draft. And we look back to it, and and we see what what he does. He's going to be one of those guys. Like, how did he get to where he ended up? You're, we're going to look at some of these guys that went later. Maybe Malik Willis is one of those guys. After a while, you're like, man, when he comes in, you're going to be like, man, people really passed up on him. I think this is one of those types of drafts where you you have to be a fan of the game to really enjoy it, you know. Or you're going to miss the value of like, man. This is a guy who went a little bit later. You're going to enjoy seeing him play. Like, there's a lot of those. And and for what it's worth, I was on my text message a lot um, while the draft was going on and after the draft, just talking to some of the guys that, that I've been in their lives and, and they were getting drafted. Uh, Jesse Laquetta went to Arizona. I, I told him, I said, listen, I said, Chandler's gone. There, there's a There's a spot for you. You know, there's an opportunity for you to to do something that's great and nobody even really knows who you are. And I think that that's, that's what this year's draft represents. There are going to be guys that nobody knows who they are and you have the opportunity to develop under obscurity. You don't have the pressure of all of the fanfare and all of the media coverage that bought you into the draft that doesn't give you really – a lot of time to adapt and to adjust to coming into the National Football League. So a lot of this obscurity that was connected to these draft picks and this draft, I think really in a lot of ways, if you take it the right way, if if you if you have humility about what the situation was and you're just grateful for the fact that you got in and you're going to get an opportunity, even to the free agents that you know I was speaking to, this could be the best opportunity for you anyway. And and I think that that's where the league is going. It's like you go top 10, and after that, it's like, ah, it's nice to get drafted after the top 10. It's nice to get drafted in the second round. Heck, even nice to say I got drafted in the third round. But the bottom line is these slotted contracts, you're you're locked into a rookie contract, no matter what that is. And that's not going to be that, that much money anyway. So you're going to have to play your way to the money anyway. Even those top 10 guys outside of quarterbacks, you're going to have to play your way to the money anyway. So if you end up being a little bit of a later draft, you might go to a better team. There might be an opportunity for you to play right away. There were a lot of positives to take from what took place in this year's draft. Georgia had 15 players drafted. 15. And I heard uh, it was Charles Davis was talking about it as they were wrapping up on Saturday. And he said, you know, if you wanted to, you could actually expand the number to 18 because there were some guys that transferred other places. True. <laughs> like, 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 Jermaine Johnson, case yeah. in point. 15 True. players? That guy was a first-round pick, so yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It's the most ever. And, and, and so you go back to that draft class. I believe it was the 2018, uh, excuse me, recruiting class. Uh, that was the top one. There's your result. Like, like, there's your result. And, and I don't know, you know, we'll see where Texas A&M ends up here in three or four years, whatever it is. But that was one of the things that you, you started, you obviously were witnessing in the first round, have, what, five Georgia players go or five, you know, defensive players and all that. 
And then you see 15 in total, which sets the record, right? Surpasses yeah. Ohio State, surpasses Miami. LSU um, had uh, 14 in, from the 2019 class. Right. And that was another one that, you know, I, I think some people viewed that as, as up there. But that Miami class, you were like, come on. This is one of the all-time <laughs> greats. Uh, so you, it's, it just goes to show you, like, how even college football and the way, whether it's the transfer portal or – other things, how it's impacted it has even changed how we're, how it's impacting the draft when you really think about it. Do you yeah. think NIL is going to make it to where we never see this record broken? No, because I think NIL will make it breakable. You think so? Because it feels like NIL broken. makes it even. It makes Did it even. Just listen to what field. Brady just said. Yeah. If you're listening to what he just said, yeah, he wasn't. He just wanted to ask us. Sorry about that, Lamar. <laughs> that, sorry, I apologize. Sorry. You're going to get the best players. The best players are going to go like Texas A&M for whatever it is, whatever it's worth, whatever they did. Those people are there and those are draftable people, you know, so you all legal. I mean, yeah, all, all legal at this point. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but but what he's saying is, is that the whole NIL is going to lead to people going into the transfer portal leveraging the NIL. You're, you're basically I mean, it's basically going to turn into buying players. And, and they're all going to go to – so if it's Tennessee this year, Tennessee is going to find a way to get the best players in, boom. Then you're going to end up having 16 kids, 17 kids go into the NFL draft when they're coming out in their draft classes. It's actually going to kind of turn into basketball if you really think about it. Yeah. It's going to turn into basketball where, the, where the, the school that finds a way to leverage the NIL – well enough will bring the, that group of guys out of those classes for that amount of time. The the payers will find the players. There you that, go. That's what it comes down to. There you go. And, and the schools that are willing to invest the most in that moment are going to have the best shot at it. And some would say that Georgia, before NIL came along, was that school that was willing to invest the most, um, even though it might have been under the table. And that's that's going to be the difference. But I do I do think it it almost has a direct impact on drafts moving forward where you're going to start seeing a lot of players taken from maybe one specific school uh which is why i brought up texas a&m because they had the most recent number one class you know those what 30 million dollars they raised or whatever it was again all legal that's how this thing works now with nil i think that's the thing that could change that would impact it yeah is is if there ends up being whether it's a a federal law which maybe seems unlikely or even the, the status of these athletes changes, where universities get together, and I think that's how it would have to happen, and they say, we want to try to put in rules to limit the craziest and, and, and lack of structure right now, and then we're going to break off and do our own thing. I think that world is rapidly approaching, and that's what would change things. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, starring LeVar Arrington here on FSR. Uh, I'm just Jonas Knox. That's Brady Quinn over there. What uh, are right, you uh, talking about? So coming up next, coming up next, we are going to have <laughs> uh, we are going to have a discussion about what has turned into a real problem in the world of sports, but it's a familiar problem, and now it's taking center stage. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, starring LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox here on FSR. Coming up uh, later on. I'm glad you like talking about what I like talking about. (laughs) 
coming up later on this hour. Uh, we do have a, a little bit of a record in the NFL. Uh, so somebody in the NFL uh, who is, uh, you know, who, who everyone looks at is winning the draft, quote unquote, every single year. Uh, they have done something again. So we will have that for you here coming up uh, a little over uh, 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so the second round of the NBA playoffs started yesterday. Uh, both road teams winning. Uh, Milwaukee smoked Boston, uh, just completely uh, manhandled them uh, in that game. And then you even without Chris Middleton. Uh, and then you had the uh, Golden State Warriors going on the road and beating Memphis, which was a phenomenal game. Uh, but of course, uh, what are we talking about after the game is over? Uh, it's uh, sloths. J- well, that too. Uh, yeah. the, the sloth. Uh, but it is uh, the Draymond Green ejection, which, uh, <laughs> my God, uh, the officiating, um, a little bit to be desired. Uh, a lot left a to be desired. Awful. Yeah. yeah absolutely touchy. awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. The, the NBA might have a, a worse officiating problem than the NFL. And they don't want to acknowledge it, which is a, a bigger problem. I mean, go down towards the end of that game. Did you see the play? And, and I believe it happened under, under 10 seconds. The ball clearly, clearly went off Memphis's hand. Yes. And instead, they, they, they throw a jump ball at midcourt, which Memphis ends up getting the ball and a, and a chance to win the game when you're going, oh, hold on a second. Like, it wasn't even debatable. Like, that's a call that you should make in real time every time, and it wasn't that difficult to see. And yet, instead, they almost luck out getting an additional possession. But that still doesn't, you know, that's, that's beside the point because if Clay Thompson hits his free throws, you're probably going to actually end up hitting the yeah. spread there if you're a Golden State <laughs> fan and not have a bad beat. So. Yeah, that was, uh, that was not fun. At that point, you're just hoping that Memphis wins. Because at least if they win, you go, all right, well, Golden State screwed me, so screw, uh, screw them, uh, and Memphis won the game. But that call, too, if, if, if you give the ball back to Golden State, Memphis is going to foul, put someone back yeah. on the line. You have a shot at actually still – you know, being able to cover, but it ended up not being the case because of poor officiating it, it's and like, poor free throw shooting. It's like they didn't have the balls to make the call. Like, they didn't want to, like, well, we'll just, you know, uh, like, they're just jump ball situations. Like, have the balls. Like, what is the point of of having replay and this stuff if you're not going to get it right? It was, and that was obvious. Even in real time, it was obvious it went off the it went off the Memphis player. And the idea that it's like, well, you know, uh, listen, we'll just throw it up and we'll figure it out from there. I just, I don't get it. That's a bailout for officials on a questionable call there's nothing questionable about that like that that was clear and obvious that it was off memphis i just love this this series because you have young stars versus old stars you know morant and jackson on on minute uh, uh milwaukee um uh, milwaukee memphis. Uh, on memphis excuse me i'm mixing up my, my teams here and anyway uh then you have the older older guys on on golden state with clay and all you know and with Steph Curry, and, and it's like you're watching, you're watching that old guard still pulling through against the young guard. But I just wonder, can they hold them off? And and how important? Like I'm sitting there thinking, how important is it to a Morant to the NBA? You know, this is something that we were talking about in shows past in terms of the relevance of people wanting to watch the playoffs and how other you know, other sports are even, you know, not even the main football sport, you know, in terms of the NFL. You're talking about USFL or or I think we brought up wrestling or something to that effect that did better numbers um, in terms of rating wise. 
I just wonder how important it is for either the old guard to maintain and hold off these young guys or how important it is for like a John Morant to get over the hump on on a Steph Curry where now maybe the league can start to say, well, let's start shifting that hype machine from behind guys like Steph Curry and put it behind guys like John Morant and see if we can start to build towards the future in terms of what these bright new stars look like and how we can market and brand them to make our sport a little bit more entertaining or worth watching. Meaning, is it better for the league that uh, sort of the passing of the torch? Almost, that, right? Um, I, I'm rooting for Golden State just from the standpoint that I'm not sure how much longer this trio has. Um, Steph Curry's 34. I mean, he, look, he's a jump shooter, so he's going to be able to, to play and be effective for a lot longer. But it does feel like this maybe is one of their last great runs um, in the NBA, and they're the favorites to win the title. I would like to see just for for what happened their final finals appearance with the injury to Clay Thompson and sort of how that all played out. I would like to see uh, Golden State make another run at it because because mm-hmm. that was you know they've changed basketball. Uh, that was a fun era, and so to see it one more time that would be uh, that would be where where I would lean. But John Morant is so fun to watch. He man. Is. good God, he is. He, he's a he's a flat out stud. Um, now Draymond Green. Uh, who was ejected for that flagrant two? Um, he spoke on it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He uh, he was on. He <laughs> has a he has a podcast yeah. called The Volume, and it's uh, on the volume. Yeah, you know your boys. Yeah, it's uh Station. you know the yeah, and uh, and Draymond Green spoke about his thinking after there was a delay and sort of where this was headed once he was out there on the court. I am dumb enough to think that it would not even be a flagrant one. That, you know, the the playoffs are a little tougher and not as soft as the regular season, you know, and that, um, you know, you can you can bump a little more and you get away with a little more. You know, like I think tonight uh, was probably a reputation, a reputation thing more so than a hard foul. By definition, if we go through the definition of a flagrant two foul, I'm not sure that play would quite be the definition of a flagrant foul. I'm not sure it would meet that criteria. And uh, of course, he uh, made a big production and uh, you know hyped up his teammates and then ran off the court. It, I mean, it's awful. But the good thing is that the NBA has never had an official who had a gambling problem uh, in their sport. Oh, so they're, they're good there. I'm just saying, you know, so at least they don't have to worry about that. Can, can we all agree? It's not a flagrant two. No. It's it's honestly, I mean, maybe even I don't know if it's a flag or one, but I I completely see his perspective on it. And for those that weren't able to see the game or didn't see the foul, you know, he he as I forget who the player was shooting it, but as he goes up, you know, Draymond Green's hand comes across the collar of his jersey, and he and he kind of grabs it and pulls it down some. But literally, as the Memphis player is going down, he is already trying to catch the player. Like, he's admitting to him, I'm kind of fouling him, but I'm already trying to help him and catch him. So maybe it falls into the category of a flagrant one, but, I mean, a flagrant two and an ejection? Like, the whole thing was just completely blown out of proportion, uh, whether you saw it or not. Like, I, I don't I, – it'd be hard to find someone, even if you're a Memphis fan, that wouldn't say, well, I hope that one of our players doesn't do that because if they get ejected for that, I'm going to be ticked off. But e- either way, like, this is a big problem for the NBA – I mean, it, it, within this own within this game, you had complete blunders and just calls that shouldn't have been made, and then you have them 
like using excessive force in the manner in which they're utilizing the rules. I just it, like, this is one of the many reasons too. I think it's tough to watch the NBA right now. I've talked about from the style of play. Uh, you've got some teams, or, or you know, that are eliminated that or didn't even make it all together. That you lose some of that star power, which the NBA is built on. Uh, and so outside of, you know, a young guy like John ja Morant and outside of the Golden State Warriors or the defending champs and the Bucks, you know, maybe there's some other people who like different players on different teams, but it's it just becomes hard to watch at times. And I think this is another reason why uh, Brandon Clark was the player who got, um, I guess, pulled down by his jersey, but then uh, was being helped on the way down by uh, by Draymond Crane. I mean, literally, I just, he was like trying to catch his fall. It just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And by the way, the whole reputation call, dude, they haven't been in the playoffs in three years. What what reputation? It's been a little while. I get it. If you want to go back to 2016 when he when he kicked somebody in the balls, I get all that. He has, I, 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 I think playoffs. it's more his reputation, okay, not theirs. But what but what what playoff yeah. reputation does he have? I mean, if it's the playoffs, it's not he, just he, be playoffs though. It's, yeah, it's like it's, all of it. It's like his it, reputation. His of reputation. All of it. Yeah. Period. Don't you want to see physicality in the postseason? I like, do. Remember the remember back in the Knicks and the Bulls and like that. It was the like Celtics and just, the Lakers. Just like you, like the, the Rambus <laughs> McHale and 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 you know that close. The Dennis line. Rotmans and the Lambears. But it, but it was like back. You understood that the playoffs. This is it's the different. second round. I of the might postseason. punch you in your face. Yes, and I want to get away with it. And it just well, uh, it happened to. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, nothing happened to. Uh, uh, what what's my man's name that that elbowed Embiid in the face? Oh, Siakam. 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 Well, yeah. you know they're already out, so it. Uh, and you know. he banged him in the face, and nobody called anything. And, and, and by the way, concussion and by the cut way, his face open. I don't want to hear anything. That was intentional. He absolutely knew what he was doing. I mean, he ripped through there. That's for certain. <laughs> and they were pissed because Embiid was doing the airplane. They were up big and they were dunking. And then I you can really hear the broadcasters. Say totally inappropriate. What? You no. Know? <laughs> Say. It was going to be funny as hell, That's but right. it would, uh, might not have we're, a job. We're safe this hour. I might get canceled, even even <laughs> in my mean? even with my background. <laughs> what do you I mean? Still get canceled. Oh. Not going to say it, but it was Racist. going to be funny. Hey, yeah. you, you want Lee to say it instead? No, don't. I don't want anybody <laughs> to say it, but I wanted to say it. <laughs> And it was going to be funny as hell. Look, I just think to, to Brady's point, if the if the conversation a lot of people are having is, man, the NBA is soft now. Why not let something like that go? So that you can bring in that crowd that misses that. That's what I love about hockey, right? Like, they started altering the way guys fought. There was, there was like, a, a, an adjustment period of how these things took place, but they didn't stop it. <laughs> they didn't stop it completely. Yeah, you know, fight. Yeah, because that's a part of the fabric of why people like going to watch. I mean, there's the potential that one could break out. I could be right here to, to experience it and witness it. I mean... It's just like basketball. I mean, it's even like that with football. Like at some point, I know you're 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 going to be super super safety aware, and you want to be safety politically correct to to the viewing audience. But at some point, you got to start to to take pull the reins off a little bit, have a little bit of release. Everything can't be a targeting. Everything can't be a personal foul. Everything can't be you know this, that, and the other. And and I think that you know the NBA would be best served to to kind of revisit letting them play. Yeah, it's it's odd to me because I do. But by the way, by and large, it's not all the the officials who I, I think have a quick whistle or a look for this stuff. I mean. <laughs> Watch the Sun series versus the Pelicans, if you remember. Um, Chris Paul, who is, you know, look, he, he's one of the best players in the NBA. He's had a tremendous career, a Hall of Fame career. 
Um, but he gets away with some dirty stuff. Like he, he 100% does, especially defensively. Like he could be a little bit of an agitator. And there was one clip that, that ended up going viral because as Paul came down the floor, as he kind of like turned, he almost like kind of threw his elbow and forearm <laughs> into the Pelicans player. And the Pelican player kind of backed off and looked back at the ref. And you could tell the ref literally said to him, do what you have to do. And so as soon as there was the shot that went up, I, I can't remember the player's name, but he absolutely like shoved down Chris Paul and like it kind of like went on with the play and the ball went up back up the other way. And you can tell Chris Paul's looking back at the ref like, what just happened? So there's times when you see it. But in this case, I just think as we're starting to get closer and closer to the NBA finals, it's almost like the officiating's tightening up, too. You know, like they're like their sphincters getting a little too tight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, like the, these guys need to like yeah. relax, let them play. There's going to be some bumping and shoving, and there's going to be some things that may borderline dirty at times. That's just that's how it goes in the playoffs. Like everyone wants a shot at trying to win a championship. They are going to claw and scratch and do little things here or there to see if they can get under the skin of their their opponent. I need just, to address this. I need to address Draymond Green. I need to address anybody who has a problem with these these referees. Okay, yeah. here here's what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These referees they got to put their pants on one leg at a time. Huh. That's right. That's These right. referees, they got to put right. their their tennis shoes on and lace those black shoes up, one shoe string at a time, are one they, shoe at a time. Are they tennis right. shoes? Of these, these. Hold on, hold oh, on, okay. Jonas. Sorry. Hold on. Sorry, sir. Hold on a moment, sir. I apologize, sir. These referees have to do their calisthenics. They have to stretch. They have to warm up. How many people talk about and cover? These referees, when they're running up and down the court, getting their warm-ups in to loosen themselves up, to heat themselves up, to be able to keep up with the pace of the basketball game the entire time. All of these things that we look at these, these referees and what they have to do, the only time, the only time we acknowledge them is when they're effing up. The only time we have a problem with a referee is when they jack up a call, which is often, but it's, it's, it's to no avail – the bottom line is, are these guys are superstars. They're the main guys, just like those players. All right? And in the moment, us as fans or media that are covering these games realize that they have been the biggest stars for the longest time without garnering the respect and attention that some of these players garner and receive – I think that there's a, a tremendous disservice being done by the way referees are talked about and at times maligned for doing exactly what it is that they're supposed to do, making those games more interesting than what they would be if they weren't there. Yeah, that is uh, a referees, of referees, round of applause. you guys are that's, welcome. That's yep. You guys are welcome. You yep. finally have had somebody come to the table yep. and defend you for the valued contributors to the game yeah. that you guys are i appreciate you zebra guys i i appreciate your <laughs> effort guys. yeah I, I appreciate everything that you bring <laughs> to the game and i'm glad that you give us content and an opportunity to talk about why you have impacted the game as much as you have now thank you now get back thank out you. there and gamble on games you officiate there you yeah. go right. yeah guys. yeah <laughs> Way to make those calls. <laughs> it's a you know what? Hit, hit Draymond with another flagrant. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. draft's over. Give we'll, us some content. We'll see how you feel about that on your podcast. Here's another flagrant for oh, you. Oh, man. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, there's uh, a team in the NFL who gets applauded for a very successful draft seemingly every year, and they have done it again. We'll explain next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches, we talk to players, we tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, now uh, things have taken another twist uh, in one of the ongoing NFL sagas uh, involving one player. So we will get to that latest on that coming up here again, top of next hour on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it and for that we turn it over to our executive producer lee that's right you guys and in case you missed it the baltimore ravens beefed up their offensive line when they picked Australia's own and Minnesota tackle Daniel Falele, who now becomes the heaviest player in the NFL, fifth heaviest of all time at 384 pounds. That's a big man. He's massive. Was he like six foot eight? Six eight, three eighty four. The funny thing is, he's like been that size like in high school. I mean, I think he came from IMG Academy down in Bradenton, Florida. Imagine being in high school, right? Like you're just some kid who likes football, and you know you have no aspirations of playing beyond high school. And some guy stands up across from you, six foot eight, three hundred eighty pounds. It's it's ridiculous. I take off my helmet and be like, hey. Then sign up for this. <laughs> so IMG Academy. Did, did, no, coach. Hey, did, time out. Time out. <laughs> How many more timeouts we got? You used all three of them, son. Who's the biggest player you ever played against that you went, good God, man? I mean, all right, so there's biggest, but there's biggest and baddest. Daryl Gardner is the biggest, baddest dude. I ever played with. He had the wrinkles on his head, right? Uh, you say yeah. that if you want. I'm not going there. Not? That's, that's my buddy. That's Lee, my teammate. Lee told me to say it. I, all I did, but yes, um, but <laughs> let me tell you something. I remember one time we was doing a joning deal and he was joning on somebody and Fred Smooth said, that's why you got all them Oscar Mayer wieners on the back of your head, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Big D Gardner said, hey, 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 you better cut that. <laughs> I said, Smooth. Do not say another bleeping word out your bleeping mouth. <laughs> That's scariest big man. You know another one that was a big, uh, big dude. Alonzo Spellman is a, is a scary, scary big dude. Um, I would have to say though, the biggest dude that I ever went up against is either between Flozell Adams or or. 
possibly like in terms of size maybe would be maybe Willie Rolf. Oh, he was big. Yeah, he Shit. was he was ginormously big. Like and he felt like a brick wall. You hit him, it felt like a wall. Look at look at him. Derek Gardner became a bodybuilder yes. after he retired. Yes. Just jacked. jacked. Ted Girl. Washington was the biggest oh, player. Yeah. Well, he was on I the defensive with. side. Yeah, he was on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. So. Yeah. But, yeah, he was but a big dude. But that dude, man, I remember him, and they were like, you know, trying to do those weigh-ins. And he'd walk in and say, I'm not weighing in. And they were like, okay. <laughs> really? So I don't know what they had him listed at, like 375, he something was like a that. Big but dude. I'll put it this way. He was surely north of it because <laughs> no one was going to hold, hold him accountable for whatever that weight was. I'm not weighing in. Well, they yeah. didn't. His whole job was not to be moved. He was an anchor. Yeah. He, he was, was an a anchor. Two-gapper. Yeah, he yeah. was an anchor. <laughs> yeah. oh, and man. you had to two-gap him. <laughs> <laughs> you had to use two two or more so guys on him. Yeah. I'll put it this way. All right. So rookie year, right? There's always these rookie hazing and everything else. They had caught Joe Thomas, and so they shaved his head. And then they were trying to catch me, but I was pretty crafty because I would like I stay crafty. out. I would stay out longer after practice, which I did anyway. And then like, you know, there'd be some media, then I'd go sign some autographs. So I would take like extra, extra time. Like if someone was trying to catch me, they were gonna have to wait like two <laughs> hours after practice, right? Um, so finally, like we're getting towards the end of camp. And I I think I had to run back in, shower and change because I had something. And they were like Ted, Ted came over and goes, hey, it's time. <laughs> I, I just look at him and go, what? <laughs> he goes, it's time. And then he's, and I, I go, oh, yeah, I, I got to go. I got to be or something. And he starts walking over towards me. I go, okay, where do I go? <laughs> I just look like, around and well, just I went. I went, ex- I went right to, like, fortunately, like, they had someone who, like, buzzed like a line down my head and then there was a barber there who just like edged me up and then did the rest but oh man oh man i'll tell you what could you imagine being behind him and keith trailer <laughs> i mean be oh, like be Ur- like Urlacher had, had oh, a good, huh? bro <laughs> could you imagine being behind sam adams and saragusa well between washington and trailer what that's what 700 pounds bruh maybe eight <laughs> 800, pounds Maybe 800 pounds of defensive tackle. Imagine they're, they're eating up four or five dudes every time. You just run. You just run. Place. Yeah, you just run. Oh, man. That's, that's living right there. You just run. Uh, what else we got, Lee? You guys, in case you missed the uh, the New York Jets selecting Cincinnati's Ahmad Gardner with the fourth overall pick, you might have seen his uh, his diamond sauce bottle around his yeah, neck. Yeah, sauce. And he uh, he revealed to Jets owner uh, Woody Johnson that it actually is an all-purpose bottle containing teriyaki sauce, hot sauce, barbecue sauce, depending on the day. Hmm. I mean, how that about sounds that? horrible. All right, so what sauce are you going with? What's your favorite sauce to put on anything? Uh, it's got to be a sauce. Can't be a condiment. Like hot a sauce. sauce is my favorite. Well, well, the most used is ketchup. So if that, I had to say that's a condiment, yeah, though. it can't so be ketchup. You have to say like barbecue, yeah. Which I think I'd use more barbecue than I would hot sauce. And, but and there's, Levar, there's some good hot Levar, sauce, let's though. be honest, you're not really into condiments. Um, so let's. Uh, you're right. <laughs> so so uh, I'm gonna go mango I, I habanero. Mean, you're you're, you're oh, 100 correct in your assessment. <laughs> mango. Habanero. Not a big condiment guy. No. Good for you. I like ketchup. Yeah. Love ketchup. Love ketchup too. <laughs> Love ketchup. But I don't use that them condiments. No. Nah. Yeah, definitely not. Too old for that. Hey, it if I don't see you before then, though. happy Father's Day, well, by the thank way. Thank you. It's Mother's yeah. Day coming up. Yeah, I, I hear you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shots out to the mamas. Like men. 
Hey! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.